0: hello everybody. welcome back to another episode of Cinema Swap the podcast where we take a look at older movies and think if this was made today who would be cast as the main characters? I'm your host Chris here with my loyal co-host Forrester. Hello and tonight a very special guest. Uh, he is uh, one of the hosts of hey Riddle Riddle uh, podcast. Uh, he's Chunt, the talking badger slash shapeshifter on hello from the magic tavern. And he is the main subject of your girl, your hipster girlfriend, sexy dreams. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Adler five. Oh, oh,
1: that's a new one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, uh, that's going to be my new, uh, my new t-shirt I start wearing.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: As
1: that's I just get, as I just get pummeled on the streets.
0: <laughs> Ask your girlfriend about me, and then no
1: contact. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never mind. I don't want that. I don't want that one. Oh. I don't have. I don't have the self confidence for that to pull that off.
2: <laughs> I think that and, might be your only defense. They'll be like pummeling you, and be like, please, you know that's not true.
1: <laughs> I'm like, no, wait, I'm with you. I suck,
2: <laughs> guys. It's okay. It's a tank top. Obviously, <laughs>
0: it's
1: a joke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's a cropped tank
1: top. <laughs> a cropped top. So, yeah, crop top. A, a, tank, a tank crop. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: almost just a scarf at that point. I so much I,
1: material. I really enjoy that you guys. I don't know how old you are, but it, it's really enjoyable that um, you're like we when you when you guys ask me to do this, and even just now in the intro, you're like, "Hey, listen, we watch old movies and we discuss them." <laughs> and our movie today is from 2008. Makes well, makes me feel so old.
2: <laughs> okay, hold on a second. I i want to preface this i did not realize it was so like it was made so late when i found it 2008 i was like that that can't be right and i like looked it up and i was like this came out after miami vice who what
1: (laughs) (laughs) What? i will i will say just just to um just to clear clear anything up i did pick the movie you guys did ask me to pick a movie but i think it was from like from 2000 to current day or something so to be fair it was my pick
0: we like to do at least ten years because we yeah. figure every ten years Hollywood kind of gets some new new blood in there. Sure. So
1: it's Hollywood it, Hollywood is like cicadas; they come out every ten years and they shed their skin. They make a mm-hmm. lot of noise. They leave their skeletons on the tree. <laughs>
2: yeah. and, and most of our, <laughs> our listeners are above ten years old, so we just want to mm-hmm. you know, play them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, kids! Did you enjoy *In Bruges*? Ask your parents. <laughs> ask your parents about any questions you have about the content.
0: So, man. So, yes. Thank you, Adol We're listeners. We're talking about 2008, Colin Farrell, *Fever Dream* in Bruges, and man, this is probably the first dark comedy that I saw. Like Forrester mm. and I are like Forster. You're 29, right? I'm 20 or turning 28, I'm 28
2: this year. You're 27. <laughs> Well, I'm going to be 28 eventually. And I'm going to be 29 eventually. But, you know, that's how time works. (laughs) Let's all go around and say ages we're going to (laughs) be. 714. (laughs) I'm ambitious. Unfortunately, I'm going to end at 40. So I feel this is a little (laughs) unfair. (laughs) But so I
0: remember this being like one of the first dark comedies I've ever seen. And I watched it with my younger sister at a time. I was like, this is funny. But also, why does this movie make me feel bad? Like, can movies do this while being funny? Like, it was crazy to me at the time.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think this is a perfect, like, pitch dark comedy. And I feel like the the writer-director of this is one of my absolute favorite creative minds of all time, uh, Martin McDonough, who who started off as a playwright. And he wrote, if you've never read, um, and I guess ideally seen, the play Pillow Man? It is absolutely brilliant it's one of the most like stunning pieces of theater um, he also wrote uh, seven psychopaths uh, three, three billboards I, um yeah. I think he's dating or married to, to Phoebe Waller Bridge maybe oh, from yeah. couple yeah but he is um, and I saw his play Cripple of inishman before and the handing in, in Spokane like he is I, I think he is so good at Um, And it's sort of my favorite thing in in movies, film, whatever. He's so good at making everyone a three-dimensional human with their own wants, their own desires, their own flaws, their own skills. And I feel like um, that's why I like The Wire so much or like Game of Thrones. It's like there is no black and white. It's all gray. And I feel like this movie, especially the dialogue is so. Can uh, can we curse on this show? Oh, yeah. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) friend. Um, But there's moments that I'm just like, just guffawing at how great the dialogue is. Where it's like, you expect in a movie the trope is for the bad guy to say something like this, but instead, you know, like I don't, I don't want to get into. I guess we can get into no, specific moments. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, but there's like once Ray Fiennes gets on the scene, especially like he goes to get a gun, and um there's the guy who's like,
2: you're, you know, yeah, I, I got,
1: I got blinded. The the guy you're after blinded me. I tried to rob him, and da da da. And Ray Fiennes is like. But it sounds like it's your fault. Like what? What the fuck were you doing? And it's so re- versus like I'm gonna get this guy or whatever. He's just he's his own human. He has humor. He has levity. This the scene at the table in in the t- kind of town square mm-hmm. with Brendan Gleeson and Ray Fiennes is one of the best scenes to me in, in cinematic history. Just to cover the places the conversation goes, where it's like they're they're trying to kill each other, but they don't want to do it in public, and then they're like making fun of the Russian guy at the same time about alcoves and it's it's just it goes to so many different places and you're like this is so nuanced and so brilliant and then also one of my favorite moments in again in cinematic history is Colin Farrell and Ray Finds in the hotel
2: yes and yes. he's like I was, and he's I was like hoping you'd get to that
1: <laughs> he's like Colin Farrell is like trapped he's like hey i'm going to jump out the window and try and swim um, and make it to the other side. You go and try and shoot me and see if you can, and that'll be what we do. And he's like, well, how do I know you're going to do it? He's like, well, uh, we, I'll, it's, you know, it's just so brilliant. It's like and a they, game. Yeah, it's so it's, civil and so yeah. brutal and I, at the same time. But
2: I think the best part of that is it feels so much like a setup to just the one punchline of, like, the inn owner being like, why don't you just go home? Yeah, yeah. Don't be stupid. This is yeah. a shootout. Like, <laughs> he, that, yeah. just the delivery of that is, like, this is... he." I, does a phenomenal job of writing terrible people
1: in yeah. a lovable way. Oh yeah. I think, I think he actually, I may be mistaken. I think he says, this is the shootout. So he's okay. almost like aware like, this is the climax. Yeah, you idiot. Like that. this is the end of the movie. You idiot. Like yeah. it's just, it is. Ray just...
0: finds character, uh, yeah. Harry. He, he loves the action of his yeah. job so much. Like he wants it to be a movie. Oh, well, he's when he's talking to Brandon. Lewis, he's like, we're not going to have a shootout in a,
1: in the fucking square
0: you yeah. know? <laughs> Can't yeah.
1: Have it? Yeah. And it's so, it's so wonderful to like, like what a beautiful, they're in Bruges in Brussels and such a amazingly beautiful town. And the whole mm-hmm. time, the entire movie shits on Bruges, the whole time that the movie shits on Americans is <laughs> like, there's, you know, Colin Farrell punches a guy he thinks is American and then goes like, that's for John Lennon. And it's just so, I don't know. It, it has he such a strong
0: the Vietnamese a chance. <laughs> <I> mean,
1: <laughs> the movie has such a strong point of view and it has so many, so many callbacks in such a smart way. Like there's, there's maybe like 25 callbacks. that where it's like something was referenced earlier that then comes to fruition or there's foreshadowing that pays off in such a satisfying way there's absolutely for anyone who hasn't seen this i'm I'm so sorry for just ruining random parts please watch this movie i will say there there's a there's a few moments like with a lot of martin mcdonough stuff there's a few moments that that clearly don't hold up terribly well today just in terms of like things said um and i but i i feel like and i'm not trying to defend him but i feel like to me i see it as like this is necessary for this person to to say this or or think this way because they're a bad person <laughs> like yeah it, I, I these, these people exist the in, yeah these people exist in the world and so for them to say something like that is representing that these idiots walk among us um versus trying to like have everyone in the movie be pc which is maybe not realistic but i totally understand if people feel a certain way no
2: oh it's, yeah it's it's perfectly okay to be offended or upset with what these people say because you're supposed to be you're not they're not like they're lovable characters because they're idiots but that goes towards them being idiots that you're like they're just so stupid and terrible that you're like but because they're irish
1: (laughs) yeah 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 well
0: it's it's the thing that it's like there's they're they're so terrible in such a casual way where it's just like the like how they were raised or the world they live in. I mean, they're hitmen. So yeah. they're, just, they're bad dudes. And yeah. like even when they talk to those American tourists at the bottom of the tower at the start of the movie, he he's genuinely trying to give him advice like, hey man, like don't go up there. It's gonna be tough for you but obviously he's super offensive about it. And then Brendan Gleeson comes down and is like, oh, by the way, man, you might not like it up there. And yeah. they lose their shit on
1: him. <laughs> there's even, I mean, Colin Farrell's character is even aware that he's he's incorrect because there's a term he uses for for a person in the film that he even, even his character mentions like, hey, I know that's not the term you're supposed to say, so let's all be cool. And then he keeps saying it. So it's like, even, you know, the playwright makes the characters aware that they're awful, that they're saying bad things but then they still fall into old habits. It's just, I think it's really intelligently done. But again, I, mm-hmm. I think there's, you know, there's, there are forewarned. There's moments that uh, may be uncomfortable to listen to.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, when he's like, Oh, isn't Bruges so impressive. And he's like, well, if I was born on a farm and he says something else, yeah. yeah. Find and it's like when in 2008, that line. And I mean, I don't know. I can't remember how old I was, but that like had me cackling and it's still like clever, but obviously super not PC now.
1: Yeah, I think I think we're all we're all um a little more sensitive to 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 things yeah. to where we're like, go. Oh. yeah. <laughs> well, even I like um, I went. What did I just watch recently? Or not recently, but um, a few years ago, there was um, oh, what's that called? Where the guy goes to get married? Um, Bradley Cooper and the Mike Tyson and the hotel. The
2: Hangover. hangover? The Hangover. <laughs> Thank you. I watched. I
1: watched like, I watched, like the first half part. hour of the Hangover just to be like, oh, I think I like this. And I, as I'm watching it, like three minutes in there's a moment where somebody says something and i'm like oh my god like i forgot this was even said and like oh yeah. no like it's it's uh I, I think a lot of movies don't hold hold uh hold up
0: right. society's come a long way in how we treat people ah, still still ways yeah. to go for sure yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah you know I there's there's some stuff the... where you can appreciate like okay at the time you know mm-hmm. this was this is how it was. Done. I mean, especially, again, this movie full of terrible idiots who are going to talk like terrible idiots. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't let I mean, I didn't let that get in the way of my enjoyment of in Bruges. Um, Same here. You
1: know. yeah. <laughs> it's one of my I mean, it's one of my favorite movies uh, um, in terms of like there's a there's a bit Colin Farrell. Um, there's a few moments where I'm like, woof, he's over like he's really chewing the scenery like he's really overacting. But I think the writing is so good, and I think especially Brendan Gleason and Ray Fiennes are just like oh. stellar. Like oh. I, I, so I, I, I wish do they. You this would, can
2: be? You do think you can improve the cast on this?
1: <laughs> I think. Well, I think Colin Farrell was properly cast, but I think there's just a few moments, especially early on, where he's just like really trying to like play the character. Um. So. Oh, I, I, I yeah, but 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 he's good. But I think um, I think uh, the other two really make the movie. One kind of
0: neat uh, uh, character fact, I guess, the priest that he murders is Mance Raider from Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, Same that guy has such a specific face.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, it's like chiseled from stone. It is yeah. a very British. More face. like a gargoyle, not like a. He Greek looks statue. like some, Yeah,
1: he looks like something from a painting. Um, there is. <laughs> I noticed something like three fourths of the movie through, which is there's the the sort of four leads are all Harry Potter uh, um, from the Harry Potter verse. I'm,
2: yes. I'm glad you brought that up. And I was like, Oh, that's a fun trivia bit. And then I thought about it more and I was like, no, every British actor is in Harry Potter. That's, that's just fair, how they yeah. cast it.
1: <laughs> like- <laughs> well, well, Colin Farrell's love interest, the whole movie. Cause I watched this with, with um, my fiance, Gemma and the whole movie. Gemma was like, I feel like I know her somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, she kind of looks like blank or like Claire Danes. And she's like, no. And she finally looked up and she's like, that's Flor Florida. Flora Delacour, I think. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, it is. And then I suddenly was like, Oh, and Colin Farrell was in um the newer Harry Potter movies. So it was kind of mm. wild.
0: Oh, you know what? I actually forgot about that. I just assumed that when they film a Harry Potter, they just have to run through a list of different actors yeah. and it's, it's owed oh, yeah. to them as part oh, of like yeah. the british actors
2: or they just like <laughs> blow a horn and like all the members of bag i think is the acronym just like mm. show up on mass like, <laughs> you guys yeah
1: <laughs> to i mean to me the biggest knock against the harry potter movies is that they never secured ian mckellen as dumbledore i think they i think they legit a true story offered it to him but he was already doing gandalf so he's
2: yeah, like yeah. one old wizard is like enough
1: yeah, yeah 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 yeah
2: you don't want to be typecast. <laughs> you know what's Speaking of, again, now we've gotten off topic, which is totally
0: okay. But speaking of uh, Dumbledores, I was watching Gladiator a while ago for a previous episode mm-hmm. that uh, Forrester and I did. And yeah. my girlfriend, who's not a super big movie head or, like, knows actors or any of them, Well, when when the Emperor, like, originally the old Emperor, he's on the screen. Yeah. She goes, hey, isn't that the guy who played Dumbledore? And I looked it up, like, holy shit, good eye. He's, like, he's <laughs> one of them. Is it yeah, Richard is it
1: Richard Harris or Michael? Richard Harris, wrong? yeah, because okay, he
0: yeah. died in 02 after the second um, Harry Potter. But she just, like, points him out without any wizard clothes on, no beard. She's like, oh, that's Dumbledore. I'm like, God, I was impressed.
1: That's I mean, he was.
2: was he was wearing a purple robe. So it's kind of it's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think, actually, now that I'm trying to think back to that era, I feel like maybe Richard Harris died during the filming of Gladiator, and that was the first movie where they used, like, special effects to finish his role?
2: Are you thinking of, uh, uh, who's the guy who played, um, Oliver. trainer.
1: Oh, uh, okay. That guy. Okay. never mind.
2: Yeah. Oliver something.
0: We literally <laughs> talked about this two weeks ago when we recorded the episode. <laughs> I, I have limited space in this brain. All right. Very I, limited space. I mean, as I'm sure, you know, Adeline, as you've mentioned on shows before, like people will message you stuff like, Hey man, love this line. You're like, I don't remember what we recorded, bro. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, my man. Yeah. I, I have, um, every once in a while, and this happens to me like out in the wild, like I'll be somewhere where I'm like uh, shopping for, for fruit. And I'll be like looking at an avocado and somebody will come up and be like, this is before everybody wore masks, but I'll be like holding an avocado and somebody would be like, Ooh, uh, um, kisses for my grandpa. And I'm like, what? And they're like, (laughs) "Kisses for my grandpa. And I'm like, I'm sorry, do you work here or what? And they're like, Oh, you're chunt. Right. And I'm like, Oh yeah. And they're like, in uh, episode 42, you say kisses for my grandpa. It's like my, my friends and I say it to each other all the time. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. As soon as we're done recording, I don't remember anything.
0: <laughs> I mean, now listeners, that's the caliber of celebrity we're dealing with tonight. Yeah. Way, so get excited.
2: But also...
1: Confu- confused in the produce aisle. Uh, yeah. My, and then they're like, hey, yeah. I like
2: that shirt. Who's my girlfriend? are like,
1: oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. It's happening again.
0: But yeah, it's so funny because like I will leave this room and my, and my girlfriend, and I was like, so who did you guys all pick? Like, who did Forster and Sam, who did they pick? I'm like, i got no fucking clue. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Remember. Can't, can't remember.
2: I don't yeah. remember my own. I was like, over the Christmas break, someone asked me like, oh, so who'd you end up picking? I was like, uh, <laughs> and like, just, yeah. <laughs> and we just recorded it like two days ago. And I was like, I should at least know my own, you know, I'm professional,
1: yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, um, I think like, if I if I may speak for all three of us, and uh, and I will. absolutely uh, hey, Listeners, it's not that we have, bad memories it's not that we're forgetful or we're flippant what it is is that we're so in the moment we're so present we're, we're being here now that once time moves on we just can't we can't stay behind right
0: well it's like if, if you know to quote contemporary movies if you've seen soul when you get in the mm. zone and you're floating in space that's what we yeah. are we're
1: in the yeah. zone. yeah
2: like we're as good as a professional jazz pianist is what i'm yeah. trying to say
1: 100 <laughs> percent
2: I know you're new to this, but we frequently ruin other movies that people yeah. had no intention of getting spoiled <laughs> coming into this. You
1: know. Oh, good. Then I I've already ticked that box. Yeah, hold nothing <laughs> good back job. because
0: people know that if we're talking about a movie, we might talk about every other movie. And you know, that's the uh, the contract they sign when
1: they listen yeah, to this I,
2: show. I mean, you definitely heighten things by talking about like stage plays and stuff. I think they were no one was expecting that. That's that's a curve <laughs> <line>. good job
1: <laughs> to talk about contemporary theater. theater. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think we can endorse that. We can't endorse reading, but we can definitely no. endorse theater.
0: That's No, we've actually in- told our listeners to poke their own eyes out just to avoid
2: reading.
1: Multiple occasions. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Thankfully, theater is definitely an audio-only medium, yeah. if I know anything.
1: they yeah. should def- If they poke out their own eyes, they should definitely observe Oedipus <laughs> in, the we- in the West End. The big
0: fans of Oedipus go there. If they but poke there's also it- one thing they're missing, and yes. it's not something we want to talk about. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well they should poke out their own eyes and fuck a horse and then they will be truly, truly evolved. Mm-hmm. Oh that's oh that's Equus. Boy Adol.
2: No, you're thinking Oedipus, I mean, you fuck something. His mom else. wasn't that's to say his mom wasn't very attractive. She was kind of a horse. It's okay. <laughs>
0: oh no. <laughs> it's ancient Greece. You gotta go with what you can. Um <laughs>
2: There's a lot of weird human-animal hybrids that beg to differ, but okay. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> now, to kind of bring it back into the reason why we're here, uh, we're, we're we're recasting in Bruges, and the characters we're looking at today, listeners: uh, Ray, played by Colin Farrell; Ken, played by played by Brendan Gleeson; Harry, played by Ray Fiennes; and Chloe, played by let me get this: Clémence Poésy. I think I'm pronouncing that with my perfect Clemens Canadian French.
2: Posey. Clemens Posey, if I'm There's a right.
0: couple accents on there. So it's Clemens yeah, those
2: it, it doesn't mean anything. They're Dutch accents. <laughs> She's French. <laughs> yeah, but the accents aren't. <laughs> All right. Look, I have never once said a name wrong. So I'm just, you know, I don't want to pull out this card. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> um Adelaide,
0: i can let like you know that's unequivocally false <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah in fact i very like very rarely say my own name correctly and that's pretty straightforward
1: <laughs> i think i think maybe um the most perfect as a, as a someone who falsely calls themselves a comedian i think the most perfect joke of all time i have to t- in my 30 year 38 years of of uh, living on this earth i've never found a more perfect joke which is the Itchy and Scratchy Land episode of Simpsons, where he goes, the guy's flying the helicopter, and he goes, "Nothing could possibly go wrong, <sighs> possibly go wrong, huh?" That's the first thing to ever go wrong. I mean, <laughs> that, that mis- <laughs> j- just speaking of uh, mispronunciations, the the perfect mm-hmm. joke.
0: Oh man,
2: I definitely right, thought so, you were going to reference a different scene in that exact episode. Oh no no, <laughs> look, it's it's full of stuff. it.
1: Can we also, if there's time, um, or I'll work it in regardless if I get approval, um, can we recast the hotel um, owner? Marie? Yeah.
0: So yeah. if you had have a, a lightning
2: bonus, room. yeah, as I was gonna say, we sometimes okay. do bonus rounds, and we like to surprise Chris with them. So Yeah,
0: it's it's really fun. We'll be halfway through an episode. I'll be trying to wind it down,
2: and then force we're like, oh, but wait, I have two more picks. It's like, okay. They're
1: <laughs> <laughs> fantastic.
2: I mean, usually they're Antonio Banderas, but like...
1: <laughs> Ooh
2: yeah
0: as i said in a very very early episode forster is a big fantonio fanderas and likes to work him in as much as possible
1: <laughs> that's a great like uh reddit username
0: <laughs> forster actually did a very it's... good little drawing of him as well that we, uh, we posted oh, yeah. on instagram or something a while back
1: that's but, yeah. a guy that's a guy yeah, growing we're... up what was that yeah, sorry go ahead Oh, I was just going to say that's a guy growing up where I was like, "This guy will never not be in the zeitgeist." He is—he is so handsome and so great and so mysterious. And then it's like, I don't think I've—I don't think I've heard his name in fifteen years until you guys just said it.
0: <laughs> he was in the, uh,
2: the Expendables
1: three. Oh, I missed that one.
2: Yeah, yeah that's okay. That's, Most people did. I will say it's not a good movie, but he is absolutely wonderful in it. That I was think the it... part where I went. You know, I didn't realize how much I like Antonio Banderas until I watched this <laughs> weird, terrible movie and fell in love with him all over again. <laughs> he's
1: he's great. He just disappeared, like like a la Jack Nichol- Jack Nichol- and Jack, Nichol- Jack Nicholson. Um, I almost said Nicholas, but I feel like maybe the last time I heard or thought about Banderas was Shrek Two. <laughs> <Possibly. laughs> <laughs> Fortunately,
2: that's fair. Shrek that's Ever fair. After.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
0: Ah, okay, so on that incredible Fantonio Fanderas note, listeners, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with all your uh, cinema swapping action. All right, everybody, we are back. Um, very quick break tonight. We uh, we sped up time with uh, Forrester's designed a new time machine in his, in his uh, time off from work, so we are able to really rip through that break. Although to you, I'm sure it must have felt like eons. Um, First up on our list tonight, we're talking about Chloe, who is... uh, She's a pretty fun character. She's sort of the love... I mean, she is the love interest for Ray. um, Also a drug dealer, which is an interesting uh, (laughs) character trait. In my new movie, I have Chloe played by Melanie Laurent, who... Might not be immediately recognizable. She played Shoshana in *Inglorious Bastards*.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, so she's, fanta- she's fantastic.
0: Yeah, she's great. And like, obviously, I'm like, I have to pick an actress who is French. And I'm trying to think of like, hey, she has a pretty similar look, which always helps. Um, she, I mean, she, she's fantastic though. She's she's funny in *Inglorious Bastards*. She's badass in that. Like, she's also in a lot of other stuff as well. But that's my main where i mainly know her from you know i just i think she'd be a great stand-in for the actress you know right age too because you know vaguely young 30s is pretty much
2: what the character goes for so
1: (laughs) sure 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 that's awesome
2: i i feel like i mean i don't know if i believe her as a drug dealer but i guess uh (laughs) with Clemence, i didn't believe her as a drug dealer either like it felt like this is someone who's a drug dealer, but it doesn't define their personality, which, like, yeah, okay, fair. That one would be even more unexpected. I'd be like, no. No. That's the funny
0: thing. When they're on the dinner date, she's like, what do you do? He's like, I kill people, mostly priests and boys. Then she's like, I sell heroin to the movie cast. Yeah. And he didn't believe her, and then it turns out that she is, well, she's kind of a scumbag, actually.
2: Well... I mean,
1: she's a comeback, but there, I, I feel like specifically the scene where they're back at her place and the next boyfriend shows up. I think she's fantastic in that scene, where yeah. she really, she truly conveys like, "Hey, I have this like shady side hustle, but I'm very, I am very into you." And then there's a moment where he's like, "Um, someone like you," and she's like, "What do you mean, someone like you?" And he's like, "You know, uh, someone nice," and you yeah. can see like this this shift in her eyes of like oh fuck like that no one's ever said that about me and like that makes me want to like be better or like be around you so i I think she the actress does a really good job of like balancing a very hard role of being you know uh (laughs) of uh yeah having that shady underbelly
2: i mean i feel like she doesn't come off i mean brendan gleason's character is by far kind of the most likable character well the the best like the nicest character i don't know the most morally unbankrupt character <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but she's probably like she feels like a close second where i never thought of her as like oh she deals drugs i was like yeah all right whatever like that's fine it's <laughs> it a living anything.
1: <laughs> um for me i had so i think just in terms of and i'm gonna i'm gonna go through a few here just in terms of looks she looks like claire danes so in my yeah. head i was like maybe like claire danes and then i'm like i think claire danes is a little too sort of uh, goody shoes for the role and then I thought maybe if we're going in terms of like international, maybe is Cara Delavigne, she's British or something um, from Suicide yeah. Squad. And uh, mm, but then yeah. I was like, then I was like, I don't know. She's not that great of an actress. I finally settled on, and I think almost all of my casting, my recasting is unfortunately American, but I finally settled on Maggie Gyllenhaal. Cause I feel oh, yeah. like Maggie Gyllenhaal has that, that kind of like, sweet look where she's like girl next door but then she can also have the have that surprise like hey i'm you know i, I actually carry a knife on me or whatever that is so yeah. i feel like ultimately i settled on um on maggie gyllenhaal
0: i like that that's, that's that's a fun pick i mean like she is great she's in so much stuff uh you know famously rachel in the dark night as everyone
1: knows <laughs> Her most famous
0: role. <laughs> um, and I, my good, favorite, my great favorite
1: scene in that is when Batman and Rachel are having a fight and he's like, I thought we were on a break.
0: <laughs>
2: we were on a break.
0: And he's he's trying to get the Joker out out of the window. He's, pivot, pivot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but there, I don't know how Batman affords that apartment. Yeah.
2: <sighs> I think it's rent controlled.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
2: Yeah. But anyway, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Forrester. What do you think? I it's it's a pretty solid pick. I feel like it's still that you're right. That's like that's a good role for her because she is someone who comes off very nice, but then could also be a drug dealer. That sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> if, you,
1: if, you, if you seem like um secretary, like she has, there's like a CD element. There's like a salacious CD, yeah. mm-hmm. undertone to her seemingly innocent character. She
2: has she has an edge that she can pull out.
1: Yes, yes, like, yes When yes. she needs to. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think that's an excellent pick as well. I feel like this character is—it is a very—you're right—it's a very hard role to play, um, and a harder role to cast. This one, oddly enough, I—I had no other options. I like thought of one, and before even rewatching the movie, and then when I started rewatching the movie. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's the right choice." Couldn't think of anyone else. Uh, I went with Alicia Vikander. Yeah, oh. famously, I, I... Laura Croft. In the new ones, in the new, yes, in uh, the new, the new, oh. the
0: new, Tomb Raiders. Uh,
2: married to Michael Fassbender, Ooh. and she's in Man from Uncle. She's in a bunch of other things. We, she, you really don't recognize her until like suddenly you're aware of her, and in every movie you see her in, now you're like, wait, I know that person. That's
0: Man from Uncle, that's that cannibal movie, right?
2: Yes, that cannibal movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I Hamlet's didn't want to even
2: bring people that people up. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> what a but,
1: weird, what a weird unfolding of events. Allegedly allegedly well, I mean, yeah. speaking, speaking of letter kenny allegedly um yeah. <laughs> what oh here's what i was going to ask is that new tomb raider movie good
2: yeah it's pretty good i think okay. it does a good job of making like i mean this was for me i can't speak for everyone but within the first like couple minutes of introducing her you're kind of like this feels like someone i could like get along with this feels like a cool person and not someone who's like necessarily trying too hard. Like she's doing the most trendy stuff ever, but you don't hate her for it. And there's like yeah. one piece of dialogue where you go, "Yeah, she's all right." There's a lot of terrible flashbacks; that they should just cut completely from the film. They're yeah. terrible, but she's great <laughs> in it, convincing. Um, and I feel she's also—I don't know where she's from originally, somewhere in northern Europe. That's, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, somewhere. So I was like, accent. What? Huh. Yeah, I'm look, I'm not I'm not European at all. And I don't think I'm making this movie necessarily for Europeans.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's from wherever Mads Mikkelsen is from because they they can just speak the same way.
1: <laughs> oh, I think he's I want to say he's Swedish, but that might be incorrect. He's, but I I just love Mads. He has this vaguely X. vaguely Very. Scandinavian accent. Yeah.
0: Just it's just just exotic enough.
2: Yeah. Anyways, she can put on whatever accent. I feel like she could probably pull off like a slight French accent, but it is Europe, so you are like
1: three-hour
2: yeah. train ride away from the next country.
1: Yeah,
2: yes, yeah.
0: Especially in nice 2008 Must- when they're pre-Brexit. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs>
2: that's
0: wired. Yeah, topical. we
1: like to
0: we like to get the hot takes out on Cinema Swap. Well, <laughs> so you guys, are,
1: you guys are still under the thumb of the Queen, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's we're it. loyal subjects. <laughs> I actually, um, I cheer There's for Jason Isaacs in the Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh. No, that is a great, that is a fun movie though. I, well, I, 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 I sure guess nowadays,
1: I guess, yeah, I was going to say, I guess nowadays it's hard to root for Mel Gibson.
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking <laughs> of great bad guys, let's talk about Harry now. And this one was tough for me because originally I thought you and McGregor would do a really fun job mm-hmm. as Harry. But then I thought I don't think you and McGregor can talk fast enough, yeah. because Ray Finds deliver those lines so fucking perfectly. He's and he's also quick about it. So I think the perfect
1: person for this role, if I was making it today, would be Tom Hardy. Ooh, Tom! Uh, one of my I'd probably say top three actors. Yeah, he's so good. Like he's great
0: in well every single thing he's in. Yeah. But specifically, I'm thinking of stuff like Legend. Yeah. Uh, Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Yeah, he is definitely a bad guy, but he's fast talking, charming, almost to the point where like even when he's doing like bad shit, you're like, I kind of want this guy to get away with it. I want him <laughs> to do well.
1: Yeah, I think I think the most important thing you touched upon is that you have to be fast talking and you have to be sinister or like have status without playing status. And Ray Fines does it perfectly. I feel like oh, the two so the, the two people who do it perfectly who have been around a while are Ray Fiennes and Ben Kingsley like Mm -hmm. they're they're just perfect at playing like power without like without playing power with uh, having power without playing power and i feel like especially in peaky blinders tom hardy is like so your skin crawls because you're like oh this guy's so dangerous but he's not doing anything and he's like cracking jokes he's like i'm just playing and then all of a sudden he'll like cut someone's throat and be like calm down like i love when someone plays high status without screaming and without like puffing up like a peacock like i think that's the most brilliant acting choice is to be like I'm a bad guy, but I'm playing it as if I'm your friend. But but my eyes are dead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Except However, for the most
1: perfect line in the movie,
0: <laughs> you're an inanimate fucking object. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: Oh, I guess I guess you just screaming that makes me think that maybe Gary Oldman can do that as well.
0: Uh, yeah. What
1: do Although you mean he, by everybody?
0: He, 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 Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. I just I think Tom Hardy could could crush it. Yeah, I mean we we just talked about Forrester. Any thoughts yeah, on yeah. Thomas Hardy? I,
2: I am so happy you brought up that line because I was just like, that is the Tom Hardy line where I was like, it's true. He can play cool, but like the man can show crazy, like actually just like someone, he seems like someone who's actually very angry, not like in control oh, yeah. anymore, but just losing it and that, <laughs> and then coming to his life be like, I'm sorry, I called you an inanimate object. Like oh, yeah. just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's an excellent choice.
1: Yeah. And I um, mean, Tom, Tom Hardy and Bronson is maybe the craziest performance I've ever seen in my life um if you've never seen that check it out um you, oh here's let me oh i was gonna say the the guy the gun seller who keeps saying alcoves just real oh, quick yeah. i want to say because i brought up the professional and gary oldman playing a fast talking angry man i i want to say jean renault as yuri would be it for yes. a minute i thought that guy was john renault <laughs>
0: ha- i think he's got a smaller head but pretty much they look the same yeah
2: yeah. i, I feel like i just want to alcoves?
1: <laughs> alcoves?
2: alcoves, alcoves.
1: they may be oh, <laughs>
2: we can't do this. We can't get him for this, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um,
2: yeah Adam, tell us your pick, buddy.
1: Yeah. So what I would say for for Harry, I again, I'm going to go through a few a few folks just in terms of my thought process. Um, I think number one, I thought just in terms of, um, and I, again, I was talking with Gemma, like you said, in terms of you have to have that the 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 menace, and you also have to be able to the, the, the talking fast is so key to it. And so at first I thought like Robert Downey Jr. would be good because he's like the king of like American quick patter. Like I can, Mm -hmm. I can, he, I think he speaks more words per minute than, than most actors. Um, and then I was like, I don't, I don't think I find him intimidating enough. And then I thought maybe like Michael Keaton, but I don't think he is. I don't know if that's a good fit. So I settled on someone who I think is so brilliant and so undervalued and and needs to be in every movie, which is Ben Mendelsohn. Um, oh. Cause him and captain Marvel is like one of the funniest performances in any, in any movie of the last 10 years. Like, and I feel like that guy is just so just so charming, but menacing and scary. And and he has a comedic chops to pull off that role at the timing. I, yeah.
0: He's a director Krennic in uh, rogue one as well, where he's oh, like, yeah. straight up a bad dude. And, Like, he, I don't know if he's specifically scary, but he does some nasty shit. And, like, he's got a
2: no regrets face.
0: Like, he doesn't care that he's being bad.
2: He doesn't look like someone who would actually take pleasure from anything bad he's doing, but he also doesn't take any displeasure from it. He just does it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I really, I really like him.
2: That's a good pick. He's great. Like, I was
0: actually happy to see him in Captain Marvel because, like, The first time I'd seen him was Rogue One, and then I saw him Captain Marvel, and I think I've seen him in a couple other things. Like, oh yeah, this guy's great. I love this guy.
1: Yeah, in the out the miniseries The Outsider, uh, it's an adaptation of a Stephen King novel on HBO. Jason Bateman, right? Yeah, he's uh, Ben Mendelsohn is tremendous in that.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah, I feel like I always picture him in a suit, which is just perfect for this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like Ready Player One, he's definitely like the 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 powerful, powerful billionaire. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was like i'm trying to, i was like i just keep picturing his face coming up and i was like it's from something and that might have been it i also feel like he was in some other murder mystery thing and i'm just like i don't know where my he, mind is at. he, but, he has
1: the face that's just very him and like chris parnell they just have like very yes like suit wearing very punchable faces where as soon as they come on screen you're like this smarmy prick it, but, but <laughs> for no reason at all
0: well they're almost like chris parnell is almost a character actor in yeah. that yeah. way, like probably Ben Mendelsohn less so, but like Chris Parnell is a cinema swap favorite. We mentioned him a ton of times. <laughs> and like, yeah, every time I see Chris Parnell on something, I get excited because I know it's going to be very funny, I mean, at least for however long he's on screen. Mendelsohn
2: yeah. is a character actor as well, but the character that he gets like typecast as is just not, it's not over the top, which I guess is not really a character actor, but like he <laughs> knows what he's, or at least people know what he's good at and get him cast in those roles. And this is one of those roles. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Great pick, Adel. Thank That's you. a solid pick. I This one I struggled with so much. Um, in fact, I thought of another one when, Chris, when you first started talking, where I was like, oh, Jude Law would be great here, too. Mm. And I I didn't, I'm, I'm not going with him, even though he's phenomenal. He's great at just being a violent, if you get the chance, check out the movie Don Hemingway. He gets really jacked for that, but he also just plays a belligerent British guy who swears a lot and loses <laughs> his like mind at everything. So it's actually this role, but that's fine. I didn't think of it soon enough. Um, I thought about Pierce Brosnan briefly, but I was like, I can't imagine him like really being that ridiculously angry. Well,
0: also, I think Pierce Brosnan's more of a slower talking guy. Like he's so he's like he's like melted caramel smooth. Yeah, and he's not delivering those lines the same way as Ray Fiennes is, like, yeah, exactly so it's like scary. Probably, I think he's played bad guy in a couple of action movies that came out in the last few
1: years. He was but the bad guy think... in uh, Mamma Mia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, sort of. <laughs> Did I don't you think hear he, was singing? he was definitely a Fiennes. bad guy in that movie. <laughs> um, anyways, I thought I was like, uh, I mean, it's nice to have an Irish person, but it's fine. Uh, I thought about Kevin McKidd from Rome, the main guy from Rome and Dog Soldiers, where he's just a British, like, he always looks very aggressive. And when I was trying to think of him, I kept putting my finger on someone else completely. And that person is Damian Lewis, who actually chose. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Winters from Band of Brothers, that's for Chris. Uh, he's in Your mm. Highness. He's Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Dreamcatcher, I always remember him from.
1: That, that's one of my worst movie-going experiences of all time, Dreamcatcher. Dream <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun horror movie. And by the end of it, I was just like sitting in my seat fuming.
2: It, <laughs> it also feels like a strangely faithful Stephen King adaption where you're like, this is a cool premise. And then you're like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he was in Homeland
1: as well. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes,
2: Great yes, in Homeland um yeah he doesn't get to use his british accent as much as he could but he is british so like very uh, that's perfect i can see him like muttering under his breath i know he does anger very well so i was like perfect i think he'll fit this role and not like overshadow who else i've chosen Mm -hmm. um you know it's
0: funny he's also in um in once upon a time in hollywood he plays steve mcqueen in, like, a few scenes in that movie. Oh, that's right. And he looks, like, he does a good job as Steve McQueen. Like, the four lines he has, but he just looks like it the whole time. He's a cool set piece.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also found out today, while doing some research and stuff, that there's a director called Steve McQueen who is not in any way related
1: to Steve McQueen. Oh,
2: yeah, oh, yeah. Like, complete opposite. And I was like... I got excited for a second and went, no, this is probably better. That makes more sense.
1: <laughs> I think the, the way I do it, and this is just a little inside trick, the way I differentiate is that one's dead.
2: Yeah. Now that
1: is one's that dead. Is good yeah. That's
2: just a, that's just a fun
1: little tip in the way that I tell them apart.
2: Like, So if I hear dead. movies
1: directed by C. McQueen, I immediately know.
2: I don't know. Holograph <laughs> technology has come a long way. That's all I'm going to say.
1: <laughs> Last night, I fucked a Tupac hologram.
2: <laughs> isn't that an episode of south park <laughs> oh man
0: no that's that's a great pick Forrester. um and now i guess moving on to the next one we're gonna talk about harry who is kind of the heart really the heart of the movie um even though colin farrell is kind of a lovable idiot um harry is his older you know a little bit weary mentor um who a is either gay or lost his wife in an act of violence it's unclear um which is kind of interesting about the character anyway and to pick um to play ken i picked damian lewis ooh <laughs> who we just spoke about when we're talking about <laughs> harry but Speaking of Damian Lewis roles, people might not know, there's a movie called The Baker that came out in 2007 where he plays a hitman who decides to give it up and he moves to a small English town to become their village baker. It is another dark comedy. It's fucking hilarious. He uses his British accent and <laughs> it's great cuz it's like he escapes his hitman job without basically telling his boss and so the whole time he's trying to pretend to be a baker though he can't bake bread. And then it's also his old, like, colleagues are hunting for him. So there's the danger of that. But it's very, very funny movies. He's trying to blend into this tiny English countryside community. And it made me think he'd be great for Ken uh, just because of the kind of same demeanor he has. And, like, I don't know how old Brennan Gleeson is in this movie. He's kind of a vague age all the time. But <laughs> I think Damien Lewis is probably in his mid to late 40s and is, is, you know, good enough for that kind of, like, older brother or like cool uncle mentor role. Yeah. Yeah, He's
2: he's somewhere in his forties. He's 1971. Yeah. I looked it up, but I don't remember. I don't want to do math. That's not how this podcast works.
0: (laughs) Not to take away from your pick for Harry Damien Lewis, but I think Ken
2: Damien Lewis as well. Okay. Okay. I, you know what? You know, I, I, I'm not against that either. I had him locked in there too briefly where I went like, Oh, maybe. And like, I just knew he had to be in this film once I thought of him, but
1: yeah, either way, his agents getting a call for sure yeah <laughs> um, i'm gonna go this this to me um the the person i ultimately cast in this it's it was so hard for me because i immediately thought of them and it was so hard for me to picture anyone else in the, this role the one person after doing some like real soul searching and reflection that i that even came close was kevin klein <laughs> where i feel like he's gotta he he just has a good vibe to him where like he's immediately likable um and can play that sort of like like em- empathetic charming sort of like you you root for him no matter what he does kind of vibe but then i ultimately settled on the person i just could not get out of my mind and i don't know how good he is for this role but i could not get him out of my mind for this role which is john goodman
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what i that... think john goodman could do it even no accent american accent yeah, yeah. i think oh man i like that a lot actually i That's think very fun
2: is like almost if you had to make an american brendan gleason yeah. that is john goodman you got yeah. as close as you could without you know crossing the pond so to speak yeah, yeah that's yeah that is a great choice i'm actually happy you didn't go with klein because i was like i can't believe him as killing anyone he just doesn't seem like a killer
1: yeah that's fair but he john yeah he's the, only, he's the only one that came close where i'm like who's someone because i feel like klein and goodman are just so the minute they come on screen it's like whatever this person does i'm like rooting for them and that's how i feel about brendan gleason it's like the minute he's on screen you're like he's so kind and he's warm and he's you know this movie is is such a beautiful (laughs) a dark funny oh yeah up beautiful tale of like friendship loyalty and like redemption and second chances and i feel like you get all of that the the complexity of this movie you get immediately from just like brendan gleason his first few lines you're like yeah, yeah i don't know so, so he does such a good job at, he's almost irreplaceable but the only person i could think of is john goodman that
2: is i think you like i said you came as close to replace him as you could um yeah congratulations you won with
1: all with all the americans i'm casting we absolutely have to rework the script to where they're not shitting on americans the whole time
2: well <laughs> i think I think if you gave them all terrible accents, it could be very
1: (laughs) funny. Oh, I forgot another one of my favorite moments is, um, you you hate the Canadian? I I I hate hate the Canadian. Canadian? What is that? (laughs) (laughs) I I hate the Canadian.
2: (laughs) So funny. I'm American, but don't hold it against me. Yes. As long as you don't say anything brash. (laughs) Try not not to be loud
1: or crass. Okay. Wow. Which, as an American. I was cackling. I mean, the whole time I'm like, "Yes, we're yeah. especially as tourists, we're awful." <laughs> I studied abroad I mean, in in, uh, in Canterbury for like eight months, ooh. and I've and I've traveled Europe a bunch, and I always I'm like, "I'm Canadian."
2: <laughs> yeah, for, for the record, a Canadian in the smoking section of a restaurant, even if they had smoke blown in their face, they wouldn't have said anything.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they'd <laughs> like just cough and then be like, "Sorry for coughing."
2: <laughs> yeah, and they'd be like, "Excuse me," be like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, oh, yeah. sorry." Yeah.
1: I feel like as a Midwesterner, I'm like painfully Midwestern. I feel like we're as close to Canadians as anyone in American is because someone slams into me on the street and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like that's the Midwest mentality is so different from the coastal mentality.
2: Yeah. I think, I think if you accidentally walk into an inanimate object and say, "Oof, sorry. Then you've gone full Canadian. I've done that before. Oh, sorry. Didn't see you there.
0: And it's a coat rack or a wall. (laughs) I've bumped into corners of walls and be like, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Good, that poor wall. Because <laughs> that wall of nose, if
2: I want to fight, mm-hmm. it's going to know I want to fight. So I don't I know I don't want to fight. Yeah, and you don't want to see you coming, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I just thought John Goodman, there's that scene that <laughs> right when Colin Farrell's talking about like, hey, do you like cocaine? And then Brendan Gleeson's just right there like with just this stare on his face. That is like a John Goodman face. I feel like that oh, was right. Brendan Gleeson channeling, like John Goodman being like,
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah that uh the drug party is a very insane scene for sure with jimmy the racist uh the racist
1: dwarf
2: and actually, it's just cocaine actually, it's just cocaine that's what cocaine does to cocaine
0: right? i think some ecstasy as well there was a lot of shit there um
1: my, my fiance's favorite part was when they're about to leave because they're like i don't want to be around this racist dwarf and they, they're about to leave <laughs> and colin farrell strikes that that martial arts and the guy goes you don't know karate and then he just like hits him at like a weird angle on the neck chops him he's kind
2: of like smacks his neck and ear
1: (laughs) it's just (laughs) such a perfect like (laughs) what do you you don't want to you don't want to like they were just hanging out so you don't want to like punch someone but it's just such a weird chop
0: it's because and we'll talk about the character in a minute but ray is an awkward
1: weirdo (laughs) like he's a
0: fucking awkward dude so many times in the movie i'm like this guy is like
1: i feel bad for this dude like he is sort of a loser yeah (laughs) he definitely like he yeah well we'll, i guess we'll talk about him in a moment yeah
2: hold on just i mean you can skip over me it's fine whatever i'm used to it by now no no Forster, what was your pick
1: (laughs) who's your pick for ken
2: okay so for ken and i didn't try and go for a one for one although john goodman's very excellent um, I bounced around a lot of names for this. I almost cast some of the people I had locked in for Harry to be moved into Ken, um, but instead I went with Ray Stevenson, which oh yeah is, yeah yeah is a probably a non-name to most people. Doesn't he uh, play the giant angry English dude in most movies? Yeah, kind of. But the thing is, if you just look at him, he doesn't look like he looks kind of has that soft face that I feel like Brendan Gleeson has. Um, in fact, when I opened up the IMDb for him, it's like literally like the first line is like this soft-faced british man i was like that's i feel like he normally gets a very fighty thing uh but like think of him playing volsteg and thor which bit role but he's just like whoa like nice stuff but i can see him being weirdly fascinated with medieval architecture and art and it being kind of an oddball thing
1: yeah i think that's wonderful that that also makes me think of like I was like, oh, maybe this person would be good, but I don't. I think they're too hyperactive, which is, or their speech patterns too like too too quick. Which is who's the guy that plays uh, Gimli in Lord of the Rings, and he's also in Indiana oh. Jones. Oh. John yeah. John Reese. Da- no. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah,
2: John Reese Rhys- Rhys- Davis. Isn't John
1: Reese Davis, Rhys- I think, is a different guy. No, it's I think,
0: John Reese Rhys- uh, Davis, and there's Jonathan Reese Rhys- Myers who plays Henry VIII in the Tudors.
1: Okay, it's whoever it is plays John Reese Rhys- Gimli- Davis. John Rhys- okay, but but that guy, I feel like for a minute, I was like, maybe he could be, but I feel like he's too his his uh, mm-hmm. he's a little scatterbrained i think in in uh, his performance.
2: He's, he's almost too like jolly in a way. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, it would be great if he was
0: in the movie cuz he could drop the line never throw a dwarf when talking to Jimmy <laughs> and bring about the Lord of the Rings reference. Yeah. Just and casually he, drop it in. All the fanboys just absolutely come <laughs> their pants.
2: Um, i do want to i before do want to do he it. Goes um, tower,
1: he goes toss me. <laughs> <don't
2: tell the laughs> um i do want to have an honorable mention to Jerry Butler, Gerard Butler.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Where I was oh, like, yeah. he's very, I think he's too, almost too charismatic. It's kind of the same thing again. That way he's like almost too fun. But I also looked up pictures of him. And I was like, he looks too young. Like he's in his 50s, I think, but he still looks the same as he did when he played like. Back in like 300, every movie's in, he looks the same. And I was like, I'm going to see what he looks like old and looks like now. And he just looks the same. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> he doesn't look like a mentor figure enough unless I get someone really young. And I'm like, I, you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> he's he's drinking
0: the same stem cells that Keanu Reeves is doing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Same clan of vampires. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, I think it's time to talk about the main, main character of the film, Ray the bad hitman who, you know, kills a priest with too many bullets and ends up murdering a little kid by accident. Um, it's a
2: rough first day. That's that's all I got. It say. is a
0: rough first day. It was his first day on the job. Um, like, man, he's he's a great character. Um, very offensive. Like, no filter on his dry Irish wit, which is you know, what we expect when it comes to this kind of character in a movie, especially if they're an Irish accent, you, you expect them to be saying things that people with a Canadian or American accent cannot get away with saying.
2: He, he is a lovable idiot. idiot. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. And
0: speaking of lovable idiots, I picked Taryn Edgerton to play him mm. in this. I mean, not Irish, but I thought young, like definitely young enough. Um, very fun and charming, like can deliver dry witty lines really well. Um, you know, he, you know, he's a good looking dude that doesn't hurt. I I just think he's, he's exactly the right kind of, uh, good energy, but can also do the different emotions. Like you've seen him in some roles where he like is very fun and lively, but can play like upset and sad and like afraid and all this different stuff.
2: Yeah. Kind of like just his, like who he is at the beginning of Kingsman before he Mm -hmm. gets trained, before yeah. anything like that he's just like a british bloke um also i mean fun fact about this movie is they were originally british like in the roll call but basically because of brendan gleason and colin farrell they just like quickly rewrote it to be irish because like oh, you know what they're good that's we don't yeah. need them the British.
1: well martin mcdonough is irish so yeah he, he, yeah he might have been looking out for his uh his, his boys
2: <laughs> <laughs> damn the british
1: for boys
2: <laughs> looking out for the boys <laughs>
1: Fair up eyes um this was, yeah, this was tough. my my um, my number one choice is not appropriate, so I, I had to dis- I had to dismiss it. The reason he's not appropriate is because he's aged out of this role,
2: oh, okay. See, my number one choice was not appropriate, but I went with it anyways, because I think it actually makes the movie better. <laughs>
1: So my number one choice for this role is I would have to say, I mentioned Tom Hardy in my, in my top three. Um, This, this man is also in my top three and has been for, for 20 some years, Sam Rockwell to me, would uh, be so he has, he plays the best sort of like frenetic energy. Like, what am I doing? I'm kind of capable, but at the same time I'm scared shitless. And he's even a favorite of Martin McDonough in terms of like, he's one of the leads in seven psychopaths. He's one, he's the, I think the second lead in three billboards. But I feel like his energy and style is perfect for this role. But like I said, in terms of probably Colin, uh, uh, um, the age of Colin Farrell in this, he's he's probably twenty five years too old for it, or (laughs) twenty.
2: Yeah, I I had. i had rockwell just slotted in like everywhere he was the first yeah. person i thought of before i even knew the cast i was like he's gonna play the colin farrell character and i thought about and yeah it's it's an age thing where i was like i was like maybe you could play harry and i was like no i want to keep british and uk actors if i can
1: Yeah, but he but he's he's one of the best
2: he's phenomenal yes excellent
1: i was i was re- i've recently been on several zoom calls with sam rockwell and, oh, and wow the whole time i'm just flexing i'm just yeah I, I, i'm not trying <laughs> to lag. <laughs> but, but the whole time i'm just like i just i just I, you're uh, amazing like and when you and you were in ninja turtles so the first um <laughs> that's, he, that's the one he's like no one ever remembers that yeah. thank you the Foot members in the arcade um yeah, yeah he's a very very generous kind of dude um but i and then i also thought like if it can't be sam Sam rockwell maybe someone who is a little bit older but also but but can maybe play younger and then i thought like brad pitt because in snatch i feel like he deserved an oscar nomination for snatch because his his irish pikey like that that character is so good and and has like a very frenetic energy but then i was like i think he's a little too old and maybe and um uh maybe can't play like like the 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 ignorance well enough i feel like brad pitt just doesn't can't can't maybe um, latch onto that um so what i ultimately settled on um was adam driver and i feel like specifically The moment I knew it had to be Adam Driver was a scene in the restaurant where he punches the guy and says, that's for John Lennon. And then the moment where he turns around and the woman um, takes a swing at him and he goes, a bottle. And then he punches her. And I'm like, that delivery was so like awkwardly funny but so well timed that that I, I could hear it in Adam Driver's voice. Like I could hear the delivery of like <gasps> a bottle. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I think it has to be Adam Driver. Cause he has that like brooding quality. Like that Colin Farrell just looks like he's always like brooding. And I feel well, like maybe Colin like Colin Farrell's Pat-
2: the pouty. He's like he's got oh, the yeah. Pouty face.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I feel like maybe Robert Pattinson, but but I don't think he I don't know if he could handle it. But I feel like Adam Driver's the perfect sort of like mix of all the qualities that, that Colin Farrell brings to the table.
0: That's a great pick. I mean, Adam Driver's is great. Um, love him in Star Wars. You know, I, I never saw a marriage story because I like to be happy. Um, <laughs> but uh, I hear he was pretty good in that. And he's funny, too. Like, he's... I've seen SNL skits with him where he just like fucking... He's great. Man, the one of the funniest SNL skits, one of my favorites, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, that undercover boss... <laughs> Oh, um, so good. Uh, uh, Star Killer Base, so yeah. fucking funny. So He's like, "Hi, I'm Mike."
1: Yeah, so or funny. He
2: he does have that like it's very funny but believable delivery. Like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm.
2: that and was awkward. a solid solid pick.
1: He's very awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think Colin Farrell is like so like in, in, almost every scene in the movie in in, in Bruges, Colin Farrell's like touching his face or like j, like kind of jittery or like looking around or like taking offense. Like uh, he's just very which I feel like is the exact energy Adam Driver has in everyday life.
2: And Adam <laughs> turns Driver, the lights well. off. Only I need to take my contacts out and like. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so
0: funny because my mom has that same contact lens case and I noticed that every time I watch the movie my like, hey my mom has that contact God. lens case right. and it's just, it's just the dumbest thing but I mean Adam Driver as well former marine so you know he's not afraid to take a life if he needs to sure especially in the course of filming a movie I can imagine him you know just excited to take uh, a
2: life if he accidentally has. killing a dwarf by karate chopping him or <laughs> a little person I think is the correct term <laughs>
0: I guess, yeah. I, I'm really sorry if we have listeners that are little people and we're not using the correct nomenclature. We're not experts, so disclaimer right there, Forrester, you fucking uh, yeah. jackass. I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
1: Oh yeah, I, I didn't realize that wasn't the appropriate term. Uh, my my apologies if it's not. well.
2: I don't know if it. I don't know what I'm. I'm the I'm the Ray in this. I don't know what the appropriate term
1: is. <laughs> well, I now I want to learn. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so thank you for bringing that up.
2: There you
0: go. See, we've learned we learned something else tonight.
2: Now Forster, I'd <laughs> the like real Bruges is inside intimate. all of us. <laughs> oh, It's a weird Boschian painting with like fish people and long legs. Weird stuffs going on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, uh, Hieronymus, Hieronymus Bosch is just fantastic.
2: I love well, actually the line where he's like, "Do I
0: have to touch it?" Talking about the vial of Jesus's blood. He goes, "Do you have to touch it, Jesus Christ's fucking
2: blood?" Yes, can you have to touch it? <laughs> and they just like he gets pouty about it. <laughs> no, you don't have to touch it. Okay, uh, I, mean, anyway. I mean, there's actually a nice transition in there from your pick to my pick. Um, I went with another Star Wars alum, uh, not Harrison Ford, uh, <laughs> as a young hitman. Uh, <laughs> I went with John uh, John Boyega. Oh, he's great. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I, I keep thinking, I mean, I always remember seeing him like in Attack the Block, which I didn't think was, I guess it was one of his like, breakout roles. I didn't really realize it at the time because it seemed like a weird like cult sci-fi thing but basically that character where he's not terribly bright he's just kind of like uh almost like cockney stereotype and that's kind of what I wanted for this role where I was like this is not someone who's very smart but also I realized all of these like all those like that weird drug talk the race thing where he'd be like I'm on the black side and like (laughs) you don't have a choice it yeah. still made sense. I was like, oh, I can't pet that. And I was like, actually, it makes more sense this way. He's so dumb. He's like, he thinks he has the choice in this matter. And it's not even like, <laughs> he's making the choice that's already made for him.
1: Yeah. I, lo- I love that pick. And I, yeah, yeah, he's his energy can very much be like fly by the seat of his pants, which is Colin Farrell in this to a T. And uh, uh, Attack the Block is one of the most underrated, underappreciated movies of all time. I still, to this day, Around the house will just be like trust mate Believe <laughs> <laughs>
0: Trust mate believe John Boyega Has the best like Cockney British accent I have Heard in a long time I just want him to call me Bruv in a loving way at one p- at some Point like I love hearing him talk His regular voice I'm like fuck I wish he was in Star Wars like that People complain about Space Boston With
1: um please, fucking- Boston please Bill Burr
2: yeah bill burr and
0: i like bill burr in the mandalorian i don't think there's anything wrong with space boston but i really want to hear space cockney john boyega i think Finn would be so much better if he was like a blue collar dude
2: it does feel like less of a step where if you have all the like higher like higher ups in the empire being super british and like all the stormtroopers being cockney you're like yeah it kind of makes sense that checks out (laughs) boy
1: might a force be with (laughs) you.
2: boy these aren't the droids we're looking for he yeah. said the fastest is stunned. <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh, Boy, last <laughs> our, our great British accent
1: work. <laughs>
2: oh, my God.
1: I feel like Yoda should be Cockney.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. Make that still have the speech thing? Where he's like,
1: mm, what's
0: your mind? You must think. You know what? We <laughs> don't know that Grogu isn't Cockney. Yeah. We don't know that. That's okay, fair.
2: A little tiny Cockney like Yoda Would just be like oh. The tiniest like imagine a little Cockney grandmother Where you can't understand a damn word she's saying Except for tea And that's probably it Maybe biscuits <laughs> 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 Get your biscuits and you're like oh, what, what? Uh, Yes yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> love, I
1: love the Cockney accent They're just like let's just eliminate so many letters Where it's like have a biscuit, And it's like bisit. Oh a, a biscuit. Yeah.
2: No hard syllables if you can avoid it. <laughs> yeah. It's about efficiency. That's what it is. You don't mm-hmm. want to hurt your mouth with hard words. <laughs> exactly. You you wanna save that for your fist fight with the bros. <laughs> with the for first. With, with the, the brubs. No, actually be down with the mates at the point. <laughs> and the no, chavs. It's,
1: it's with you
2: the peaky, chavs. Blinders. <laughs> peaky fucking blinders.
1: Peaky fucking blinders. God.
2: I thought it was a good choice. He was my first choice. And I bounced around a bunch of other options because I was like, ah, eh, maybe that's not appropriate. I had like the guy who plays Neville Longbottom Lon- Lon- for a bit. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. this would be funny. He plays dopey very well. Um, yeah. But then I was like, nah, this is, this is too good. I can't pass that out.
0: Yeah. No, that's a, that's a phenomenal pick. He's so fun. And I, I hope to see him in a lot more stuff as well. Like I want to see John Boyega in a Guy Ritchie movie. Yes. Please. Cause they're all, I mean, Uh, Forrester and I have spoken about The Gentleman before which we thought was too polished like every line they had in that movie sounded like it was a saying like not how actual people speak it was like if I could say the perfect one liner what would it be and it was just casual conversation so it was kind of weird but John Boyega would have been really good in that.
2: Yeah like it I mean the Gentleman felt like someone trying their best to do a Guy Ritchie film the problem was it was Guy Ritchie
1: (laughs) The trailer looked good
2: it, it's I mean,
0: fun but it definitely becomes apparent that the movie is so uber slick
2: yeah the only thing i will say that basically everything all of colin farrell's part in that movie oh, perfect yeah perfect actually that is that feels like appropriate um,
0: i want one of his plaid like that he wears they're so fucking they're so nice <laughs>
1: Uh, real real quick two second window to toss this out there i just i just thought of this because i was like what's another movie that's way too slick but actually works and i thought kiss kiss bang bang Uh, i feel like ken could also be val kilmer
2: yes um Um, i thought about russell crowe but i cast him in everything so kiss Uh, kiss bang
0: bang is my favorite christmas movie (laughs) yeah that's right it's great this is a christmas movie as well we didn't really mention
2: that and you know it's not christmas Uh, season now but it is a christmas movie technically I mean, it's about family. It's really about.
1: Family. I think my favorite Christmas movie is *Coming to America*. They yeah. never once say Christmas, but it's absolutely Christmas time.
2: Excellent call. Uh, I'm Lethal Weapon two. Nice. No.
1: <laughs> um, bonus content. I said I would do it. I think the I fr- I forget her name. Maybe it's Sarah. No,
0: Marie.
1: Marie. Marie. Thank you. So much, Hotel owner. Um, Marie. The entire movie, I could not stop thinking that she's basically Anna Kendrick. Like same look, same energy. Yeah. Um, so to me, Anna Kendrick. I I also thought for a moment. I'm like maybe like Carrie Coon, who's one of my favorite actors,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: actresses or actor. Um. But but I think Anna Kendrick would would nail that role.
0: I agree. You know what? I'm gonna take that as my bonus pick as well, because mm-hmm. I like that. I love Anna Kendrick. I I see a lot of stuff that she's in. Fuck. I even watched that Noel movie last year with my girlfriend, which was, <laughs> which wasn't bad, but it's not a movie for me. But I. Who is it? It's not Rain Wilson. Um who plays Barry in that HBO show. Oh, Bill Hader. Uh, yeah, Bill Hader is pretty funny in it, in a pretty like toned down Bill Hader role. If you want to watch a cute Christmas movie that's sorta of dumb, it's not bad. But Anna Kendrick, I mean, she looks really good in those little Santa outfits. I will say that. That doesn't hurt. <laughs> you know. Um okay, yeah, I think Anna I- Kendrick could play that role
2: great. I agree with that, um, but in my effort to have no Americans in my cast, <laughs> uh, I had this pulled up, and I was like, I don't know why I'm gonna, I'll just keep her in the back of my head for uh, later use. Uh, don't take that the wrong way. Anna de Armas. De Armas from, like, Knives oh, from, Out. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh,
0: of Ben Affleck. That's
2: great. Blade Runner. Yeah, anyways, and I think a mm-hmm. Bond movie, or going to be the new Bond movie. I, yeah. yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Anyways, really,
2: yeah, I was like, you know, this isn't a role. I think she can do the attitude enough. At least from some of the other roles I've seen her, in. and I was like, yeah, they'll be, they'll fit. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and
0: a good accent. Although I guess the Spanish kind of ah, it doesn't matter. Spanish type accent, <laughs> but whatever. It's Europe. Everyone's neighbors isn't there. It?
2: I'm I'm not marketing this towards people in Europe. <laughs> what,
0: what's that line from Euro Trip? Oh, Berlin is pretty much a suburb of Paris. <laughs> <laughs> So I imagine Spain and Belgium are across the road. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Close.
0: <laughs> Having never been there myself to see it, you can't uh, prove to me that it's not.
2: So Yeah, the earth is flat anyway, so it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, we, we Forrester makes sure he gets his beliefs in at once yes, per episode. Yes, I am a
2: strong Christian flat earther. <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything else that we've brought up in previous episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If the I mean, earth is not flat, then why maps? <laughs> exactly, I don't, exactly. Like
0: if I if the earth was round, we would have a map that was on a stick that was a sphere. Yeah, but we don't you, do that. That's not you maps.
1: In and then put your finger down on it and then travel there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking around the room right now. I don't see a single one of those. Nope. So, I do see a bar and a sword, but you know, <laughs>
2: Those are always here. Those are props, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, Anna, Anna, de Armas and... Uh, Anna, oh, yeah. Kendrick? Anna, Anna Kendrick? Kendrick. Another Anna? Anna? <laughs> yeah, I, I would pick... I think those are both great for the role in a little bit different, but also pretty similar kind of ways. They got the same yeah. energy. Big white eyes, probably better, on all of them. Yeah, it's <laughs> big big white eyes look that they can all, all do pretty well. Um, amazing so that wraps up our recasting portion now uh, for the listeners and for Addle who is it's his first time here now um, I will read off my list and we will discuss whether it's a good better or worse movie than the original and then we'll do addle and then Forrester so on and so forth until we run out of things to say about that which is how a human would would explain that sentence I think I'm yeah. learning
2: <laughs> I know humans that's how they talk
0: <laughs> exactly people words All right. So first off, I have Chloe played by Melanie Laurent, Harry played by Tom Hardy, Ken played by Damian Lewis, and Ray played by Taryn
1: Edgerton.
2: Deep deep (laughs) breath. Uh, It's such a tough one. Yeah.
1: I I don't think we make it. But thank you. you. We'll call you. We'll call you.
2: I think so. That is a good way to sum it up where I think such a hard part of this is that it is really good. I mean, we always do this to ourselves where we pick movies with like really good casting to begin with, which just is like shooting ourselves in the foot. Like good luck recasting this. Um, and Chris mentioned multiple times that I'm stealing his line now that this movie could just be, if it was made today, you would just recast the exact same cast.
1: You almost could have the same people. Yeah. yeah. The only, the only Hollywood re- remake that worked was old boy. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh-oh, cut everything. We're going to have to edit you okay,
1: out of the episode. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, uh, let me go into mine. So I have, um, as Ken, I have John Goodman. As Harry, I have uh, Adam Driver. As I can't remember the woman's name, I have Maggie. Chloe, thank you. I have Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, and as Harry, I had uh, Ben Mendelsohn with with a special guest uh, cameo by Anna Kendrick and Jean Renault.
0: There you go. So you meant Ray as Adam Driver, right? Um,
1: yeah, what did I say? I'm sorry, Harry, it's okay. yeah i
0: think I think it's a great cast list. I, I think it could be as good, you know, um because it's 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 different for sure, but I mean, fuck, like that movie would get made the hell out of today for sure. <laughs> and people yes. would definitely go see that movie like i I think it could be as good. It's like it's tough, obviously because it was so perfectly cast and done.
1: Uh, but, now, now I feel fucking terrible about shooting down your movie.
0: No, no, we <laughs> want to be honest. Like, I hate all
1: this support.
0: <laughs> no, I I mean, I also, I'm a guy who likes to like things. So I, no, I, I think it would be as good. Like, a little different for sure, because there's not as many Irish accents. But I think I think as good. Forrester, your thoughts?
2: I'm going to say not as good, if only because, I mean, Agreed. for... It's for the reason that, uh, like, the lack of accents, I think it's not a, like, who cares, right? But it is kind of a big part of this movie that they say a lot of things that I feel like with the Irish accent, it kind of soothes it a little bit. It lubes the terrible, terrible thing, which is going down ear holes. And I feel like Adam Driver, I don't, even though I can think of him as, like, portraying stupid, I don't think I can think of him being that stupid. Somehow Colin Farrell has the ability to be, like, Completely mindless, and it's—I don't know if I believe Adam Driver is that, um but mostly it's the accent. Like I think most of your, like all your picks are great, yeah, and you yeah. got as close as you could. Your Ken is like spot on.
1: I totally had the same thing where I, I think I even mentioned it up top where I'm like, unfortunately, mostly Americans except for Mendelson.
2: <laughs> yeah, which I guess is an important one. Although get him to do his American accent because why the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it makes more sense this way. <laughs> yeah although it might here's the thing if you if you get them all to just be american and not try and put on any weird accents when they meet the fat americans at the beginning in the front of the bell tower do you make them like irish or something (laughs) just to reverse it
1: oh yeah (laughs) um oh that's interesting
2: you are I just know, the
1: I, worst. I, I, I think like they can still be Americans because America is so divided and, and each region has such distaste for the other that I feel like you <laughs> <could> can <laughs> just make
2: them from like Wisconsin or something
1: <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. Northern Florida. There you oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> Although they wouldn't be in Bruges if they're from Northern Florida. That, that's one of my, I, I think one of the most successful, I talked about all the brilliant callbacks and tie-ins and like payoffs one of the best out of like the 25 or 30 in the movie is at the very beginning, they're like, don't go up there. Hey, no no playing, don't go up there. And they're like, fuck you, and then they go. And then like the very end of the movie, they're like, why can't we go up there? And they're like, an American had a heart attack climbing up the stairs. Yeah, it's <laughs> such a great like little spree. They don't spend too much time on it. It's just like such a sweet little sniper of a payoff.
2: Yeah beautiful payoff anyways i don't think quite as good but it's not a shot against like your movie would still be a great movie i would still go see it but the original is like it's
1: yeah agreed it's
2: lightning in a bottle in a way right
1: yep yeah uh,
2: nope. now my turn disappoint us <laughs> this is how this is how it always goes i have to go last because i'm the most likely to just shit all over everything and <laughs> rub it into the fibers <laughs> uh okay so for chloe i have alicia vikander Harry, I have Damian Lewis, Ken, Ray Stevenson, and Ray John Boyega.
1: I w- I'm going to say no again. Here's what. Here's why I'm saying no to to even mine. I feel like bet bet betwixt the three of us, there's a a a movie. So I feel like e- if we combine all three of ours, like certain picks, then I feel like it's let's make it immediately. But I yeah, I feel like um, each one of us maybe missed the mark on one or two yeah or or in my case four
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i I think at i think you're right uh i have to go like because again because it's so great i think not quite there but again still good like still fun like i would definitely go see that like john boyega as a as a dumb hitman like even with no one else in the cast i'd watch that movie um but yeah i think not quite there again but again, just wait, off Chris. Of what was saying, same
2: stuff, Chris, with no one else in the cast. So, you're saying you would go see a one man show where John Boyega plays a <laughs> idiot hitman who goes to Bruges and has to chase himself through the streets? Of <laughs> Are you what? saying you wouldn't watch that? <laughs> yeah, actually, I would. I convinced myself as I was trying to do that. <laughs> here's,
1: what here's what I'll posit if they ever made this and it was just like, uh, um, in the vein of nutty professor, if it was just Eddie Murphy in different wigs and suits playing every character, I would, I would be first in line.
0: Yeah. yeah it too. would probably be awful, but I would pay my $12 and 50
2: cents <laughs> to see that movie. It would be definitely more offensive somehow than the original.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely.
2: Cause he's also,
0: he's also playing Jimmy. So <laughs> he's, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't quite work.
1: And he's playing the Swan, and he's playing the tower itself.
0: <laughs> the tower itself, just the a giant... Bruges, Bruges. really is a character in the movie, you know. The town of Bruges is really a character yeah. in itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, amazing! Well, listeners, that uh, kind of wraps up our insane ramblings about we in Bruges.
2: Failed. We uh,
0: all failed. We all failed. castings. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Um, Adil, again, thank you so much for being here. It's been so much fun.
1: Thank you guys for the invite. Truly. This was a blast. And it, and it, uh, allowed for me, it gave me an excuse to rewatch one of my favorite movies.
0: Absolutely. Listeners, you know, check us out, um, at cinema swap on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, please. And like, honestly, if you like what we're doing for some reason, check out, Hey, Riddle Riddle, check out. Hello from the magic tavern. They are so goddamn funny. Like Adil is one of, you know, three main cast members on each show and the groups they're so good thanks man like i i'm 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 a podcast head i listen to these shows every week when i'm like working out in the morning a little bit of a brag there because i am working out in the morning Uh, (laughs) but yeah check out addle's stuff um he's a lot funnier than we are and we're just blessed to have him with
2: us absolutely is there is there anything you want to plug while you're here uh
1: I don't think so. I really enjoy that you said you're a podcast head because I agree that if you say podhead and that's misheard, then suddenly <laughs> there's a stigma. Or
2: <laughs> I don't mean, oh, know. We're in Canada. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know why I
1: can't get a job anywhere. I keep saying I'm a big podhead. Um, uh, no, I don't. I don't think uh, there's anything else to promote. Just, just again, thank you, thank you two for being so. I feel like th- this was so easy, and you two were so welcoming and so generous, and and so you, you made it very easy and very enjoyable.
0: Amazing, Aww. we appreciate that. We're it's at Adlerify, right?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry?
0: At Adlerify on Instagram, oh, Twitter, all that, jazz.
1: Yeah, yeah, so my, my yeah, any social media, at Adlerify spelled how, how it sounds. Oh, of course. Uh, and uh, let's, I, I'm going to hold you guys to uh, to meeting up sometime and grabbing a beer.
0: Hell yeah, man. So, Al, you stick around for a sec, but to the listeners, thank you for listening, and bye! Bye! bye. Forever! <laughs> Forever! <laughs>